Welcome to Miss You Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast, maybe. Yeah, it's something adjacent to that. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's, uh, it is nearing the end of October, and it's the spooky time of year. So spoopy out. Now, this episode was not that spooky. Well, were, I mean, it's kind of spooky. There was some mayhem. It wasn't spooky. We saw it. Oh, we in did theaters. see it. We saw it in theaters, which was very spooky. It was very jump scary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I I haven't seen the original it, and I haven't read the book, and I was expecting a bit more psychological. Yeah. Well, because it's a it's a thing about like a creature that can become your, your worst, worst fear. fear. So it seems like it would lean itself more towards like psychological things. It was very like it it, it decided to lean more towards CGI and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, to be fair. Um, I think I have. I remember seeing part of the miniseries, and I read the book. Mm-hmm. And it Pennywise, whatever he's yeah. going by, has has always been very like upfront. He's like, "Hello, here I am." Because he's only visible to people who are already afraid of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, except that I don't know. <laughs> well, I was gonna say something, and then I was like, "That's a spoiler." Yeah, we're not we're not really talking about it. Um, hey, I, I I would say if we're gonna do a quick spoiler free review of it, I'd say go see it. Yeah, if you don't want to pay for it in theaters, it's not. It doesn't have to be a theater movie. No, you could definitely watch it on a TV or on a laptop, and it would yeah. be just as yeah. It, it has it has some cool like moments. Some cool stuff. Um, Finn Wolfhart, is Wolfhound, it? Yeah. whatever his last name is, isn't it? He's awesome. Yeah, he's, he, he's playing his a- character from Stranger Things. <laughs> Yes, but this one's a little sassier and a little older. His, his character from, well, I mean, yeah, but um, his character from uh, Stranger Things, what I felt like was the sassiest out of the bunch. I feel like he he was the one who like was the most aggressive. He was, he was the little brother, like he was the main guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I guess the dust in the kid with no teeth was the smart one. Yes, and Mike, he was a character, but no, no, I think uh, Finn was Mike. Uh, yes. What was the black kid's name? Well, no, Mike was Mike in it. The black kid oh, was Mike. Yes. Mike Hanlon. Yes. Yes. I don't know, but anyway, the kid in um, the other kid of their group, yeah. the one who didn't go missing, was sort of the scaredy cat. Yes. And then, yeah, okay, so I guess Mike was yeah. the sassy one. Yeah, I feel like he cursed a lot. Maybe I'm gonna watch it again. Yeah. Because oh, season it, two of Stranger Things is coming out really soon. Oh yeah, no, it's coming out later this week. It's yeah. Coming out, it's coming out on Thursday later this week. Now, unfortunately, we have to watch Riverdale. We'll probably also watch Stranger Things, but we're not doing a podcast about Stranger true. Things. I wish we were doing a podcast about Stranger Things because it's probably better than Riverdale. <laughs> it's probably a lot better than Riverdale. But I mean, then we'd have less to talk about. That's true. We'd just be like, hey, the episode we watched. It was good. Hey, this was a good episode. <laughs> and by the episode we watched, we mean when we watched four in a row. <laughs> the four I, of them. I good. I binged. I there's one of the few things I actually like binged watched, and it wasn't a thing I've seen before. Like yeah, I, I binge watched it in one weekend. Oh yeah, me my, too. My roommates were gone. I had nothing to do. I set up the couch in a very comfortable way. Then I just watched every episode of Stranger Things. Eight hours of Stranger Things, and then I slept from eight a.m. until. <laughs> Noon, and then I watch the rest. <laughs> nice. All right, let's stop talking about Stranger Things and start talking about another Netflix, not Netflix show. Uh, hello, 
Netflix original content. Quote, unquote, Netflix original. It's been Even terrible. It's on the CW. What, whatever. Netflix just puts their name whatever they want. They're like, hey, we're the only ones who are streaming they've, this. They've been doing Netflix with, original. With, for anybody there who knows, like, the stuff about animes, they recently, there's a bunch of animes that have been premiered, and they just sort of, like, scooped them all up and went, look, Netflix originals. <laughs> like, it's like, people already made those. Like, That's not, but all right. Sure, fine. You're, it's a Netflix original. All right, let's talk about Riverdale. This is uh, Season 2, Episode 2, Nighthawks. Nighthawks. I'm glad you do the name because I forgot to write the name down. And I was like, I don't know what this episode name is. I always, ah. write, I always write the name down. We get this weird moment at the beginning where it shows, shows popped and it does like a 20-second flashback. Because remember when yeah. – it's, it's like when Jughead had that dream where they were all the original characters. Yeah. Because am I crazy or was Veronica there in like a blue dress walking it by? kind of – it was very brief and then so many things happened in the first three minutes that this first scene disappeared from my head. Yeah. So let's – But it did seem as if it was a it made alternate me, it, past. It made me feel like I thought it was going to go on for longer. Like we were going to see like so slow motion shots of – now here's Betty in a different clothing and here's Archie like his Letterman's jacket. But instead it, it immediately fades to a shocking fact this is the death diner yeah apparently people hate pop tates now which makes zero sense because one person one one person was shot in pop tates and it was not robbed so you'd think they'd be like hmm that luke perry andrews he's real cursed well or or they just be like oh man that sucks anyway back to the only diner in our town we only have one restaurant but but no apparently what we learned and we will continue to learn throughout this episode is that the town has uni- has unilaterally decided no nah, pop tate no nah, screw pop tate screw this this thing this place that we've gone to for 90 Look, years we live in a bigger town but we used to live in in, uh, in smaller towns and i think yeah. I think, well, I think even, like, if you look at smaller communities, imagine a a staple that's by you. A, a place, yeah. not staples, <laughs> but a staple. <laughs> a staple. Yeah, but, but by you. It's a place that you go to, a place you know, everyone knows about this place. Yeah, and something bad happens Like, we there. have, like, Peter's Drive-In here yeah. in Calgary. If there was a shooting at Peter's Drive-In, people would rally around yeah, it. Yeah, they, they, they would be like, no, this will not stop us. This is our place. What I learned about Riverdale in this is that this town wants to give up so hard. That's why everything shuts down they, and there's no no they, business. They Like, the instant there's any amount of hardship, they all just roll over to their bellies and go, we submit. We submit. We're good people. This is a good town. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, guys, it starts off rough, just gets rougher. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so okay, Molly Ringwald has left. She she made her one silent appearance in the first episode, and now she's gone. So because I I don't I will say this now I have no idea how long this episode takes place after the previous episode. Yeah, it could be the next day. It could be four weeks. I'm gonna from be honest. That. I'm not sure how long this episode takes. Because we see nights and days, and, and they are just and days and they're just blending into each other. And Archie says something about weeks at one point. So Archie, okay, Luke Perry Andrews comes down, and Archie has made just a mess of breakfast. Just yeah, <laughs> he can't make toast. And then his dad criticizes him for it. And then Archie's like, "I got a phone call. I gotta go. You <laughs> you, you can deal with this, right, Dad? Right, Dad? Who just got shot? You, you can handle the burning toast. You got it." 
No, Look I, at my I'm energy out. drink. Bye. Turns out Archie has been obsessively calling the sheriff. Yes, and the sheriff, of course, isn't answering him because... He doesn't need to talk to a teenager? <laughs> he doesn't. He's got people for that? Yeah, he's already talked to the teenager. Yeah, this... he, he got all the information he needed. <laughs> the Sheriff Keller in this episode wavers between, between being a good sheriff and a terrible sheriff so hard, I'm surprised he doesn't have whiplash. In this moment, he is both a good sheriff and a terrible sheriff. <laughs> yeah, because I can both understand him just being like, I don't want to talk to that boy. I got my own stuff to figure out. Hmm. But not to go, Archie's been pretty obsessively calling me. I need to give someone like his dad a heads up that this boy's going down a crazy path. <laughs> yeah, so many people are watching Archie just like go on a downward spiral and no one wants to help him. No, they're just like, hmm, sucks for him. I mean, he just is worried about being on stage, right? <laughs> <laughs> someone just put on a wolf mask. He'll be uh, fine. Uh, then we go over to Veronica. Where Veronica is told by Smithers to sneak out the side door so she won't run into her father. Very clearly. He says, you should go out the side door. And then the door opens. And then Hiram apparently heard that. <laughs> he knew. Because he was just creeping at the door just with his ear to it. He was just it. waiting. He was like, I will catch Veronica at the door. Because he comes in and he's just been doing some sort of workout. He says he went for a run, but he has no sweat. He, I, well, he's very, he's very toned. He is very toned. He is a toned man. And, and he looks younger than all the rest of the dads combined. And Veronica is outwardly hostile to him. Yeah, she's a little... <laughs> it's... Uh, sh- mm, Veronica's a little over the top. It's amazing looking at Veronica episode two of season two and looking at Veronica episode two, two of, of season, season one, one and notice how it's not the same character. It's really not. Also, she talks in text speech, which is... So annoying. She says TTFN, which is just as long as saying Tata for now, mm-hmm. because they're all one-syllable Syllable. words. I don't know. I think I don't know if they're trying to make us hate her or think she's like hip so and cool. cool. But I'm gonna be honest with you. In real life, if I ever hear someone in real life say TTFN, you're just gonna I like hate, throw things. I hate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I will yeah. just. Hey, if we're standing in like a restaurant, I am burning that restaurant down. Um, it turns out that she has been leaving before breakfast and coming home after her mom and dad have had dinner, so they have no way to be able to talk to her. Because they can't do it after dinner. They can only do it at meals. Oh, from what we learned is that Hiram can only talk <laughs> when there's food around. It's true. He can't do any other time. No. Hey, so we, Aaron, we spent like, I don't know, five minutes, maybe, like, maybe even, like, it's, we're like about ten minutes in this podcast right now, and we've been talking about just the opening scene. We should make it clear all the all we just said took place in about two minutes. Yeah, we had to panic and pause the recording so we could write down everything that had happened. Everything just that just happened. It it this episode is going back to what some of the season one episodes did, where they're just going a mile a minute. There is a new scene every minute. We, we and things no, happen. We get no establishing shots. People are just in new locations, and sometimes someone who should have been in another location is in that location. And you're like, how did they teleport? So there's no like idea of time. And after no. watching the OC, which you can tell time pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like you, mm-hmm. we, like it's at least clear when scenes start changing. You get some establishing shots. Yeah, like that. you get the passage of time. This episode, it, it, this series is just a freight train coming at you over and over again. As we said earlier, I have no idea how much time passed during this episode. Yeah, days and nights and nights and days, and now it's three years in the future. <laughs> and they're all old, wearing glasses to show that time has passed. <laughs> Uh, so, 
So talk more about how the fact that the town is bullying Pop Tates. We're going to bring this up every single time they mention it because it's the dumbest thing yeah, in this episode. Yeah, because it's bullying. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. so it's – but Betty's like, hey, no, we'll help. And Betty volunteers to help and then Veronica volunteers to help and then Veronica does nothing and then Betty does everything. <laughs> Which is about, always. A par for course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> par for course. So I thought – I don't know why I thought this. And obviously, I shouldn't have thought this. I thought Molly Ringwald Andrews was FP's lawyer. Nope. Because she acted as his lawyer. Nope. No, she agreed. No, she, she she pretended to be his lawyer so she could get information rather than just being his lawyer. But you'd think, since she walked in and was like, hello, I'm Molly Ringwald Andrews. I am FP's lawyer. They would not assign him a court-appointed lawyer. Nah. Who is 12. No, later. But they do that. No, later they came up and they're like... No, no, no. See, she was lying to you. <laughs> They're like, that redhead woman has never come back. Is your lawyer coming back, FP? I guess I'll give you this bearded 12-year-old. Perfect. <laughs> Who was shot from the least flattering angle anyone has ever been shot from. He's forever somehow shot from below. Yeah. And even when he's in the same shot as FP, FP is shot from above, and he is still somehow shot from below. Okay, so, so I know what they're trying to do. There's this... Um, well, there's a no, filmmaking, no, I like it. Yeah, Sorry, a filmmaking I was... technique, which is the low angle, the high angle. Use a low angle to show that someone is in a position of power. And you use a high angle to show that someone is, you know, non-position of power, in the position of weakness. Here's the problem with this scene. None of the other framing or even the dialogue fits that. Yeah, that 12-year-old is not in a position of power. He doesn't feel like, no, he feels like he's very, like, nervous. like, hey... Look, I, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. I guess they're offering you a deal. You should probably take it. Yeah, it's this weird dissonance between what the camera is trying to tell us and what the rest of the framing and the story is telling us. Well, the director of photography didn't read the script. <laughs> That's he just bad. got <laughs> like an overview of the scene and was like, a, I know what to do. It's not a great DOP then. Not great. All right. Uh, but, you know, Jughead goes to the sheriff's office. Um, oh, well, we should probably talk about Archie also. Oh, yeah. Archie also goes to the sheriff's office <laughs> and then somehow sneaks into Sergeant Keller's private area. No, no. He just follows Sheriff Keller shouting at him. But he has to, like, duck around someone. Like, he's trying to do some intrigue, but it's Archie, so he's just a bull in a china shop. He's just barreling yeah. on in there well, and I mean, shouting. Because he, he, yeah, because he shouts at Keller being like, like, like hey, um, <laughs> let me go out with your deputies. I can help. I can go on patrol. And Sheriff Keller's like, no, you're a, a child. Be a child. You're 15. You cannot drive. You you're are 15. F- you're 15. Ooh. Hey, wait, that first thing was Archie drinking? Because I looked no, down. He was drinking like an energy drink. It was drink. an energy drink. Okay. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah, yeah. Luke Perry Andrews says, isn't a little bit early for that? And I, I was looking down. I looked up. I'm like, did Archie just take a shot? <laughs> yeah, no. He was having like Red Bull. No. No, Ar- but Archie wants to use his robo strength to help the deputy. But the deputy's like, no, because we have not clarified whether or not the deputy, deputy knows if Archie's a robot. He can't. There's no can't. way that the Sheriff Keller. Is aware enough to even if Sheriff Keller has been told that, he's a robot. that Archie's a robot, he has forgotten. He's, for- <laughs> yeah. he's not good. He's not Why good. Why is this job. child so strong? And guys, what you need to know is Archie is just shutting down this episode because he has not plugged himself in for yeah. weeks, years. Who knows? Yeah, it's not. It's unclear. Not good. Um, let's go back to Jughead. So yeah, there's this whole scene with Jughead. And his dad FP, and his dad is offered a deal, and Jughead is furious. The scene ends with... How many years? End scene. Smash cut. <laughs> to... So, 
Hang on. Archie and Jughead went there together. Then Jughead went into the interrogation room. Then later that night, Archie's standing there or sitting in his sentinel position with yes. a baseball bat. And his battery's running low, so he's falling asleep. And then, then Jughead, Jughead comes, comes to his up. Ha- they went there together. Did they not drive together? And no one was concerned. Like, Jughead was not concerned when he left the meeting with his dad and Archie had just disappeared into... Because Jughead is... It is telling him what happened in that meeting which means they have not talked since then how is this scene happening and this is definitely at like 1 a.m yeah well i mean it's during archie sentinel time exactly which is you know between midnight and 8 a.m yeah yep. he he is holding himself together very very well considering he hasn't plugged himself in in a long time in days weeks years yeah yeah um so jughead is scared because his dad could get 20 years in prison and 40 years if he doesn't take the deal. And me and Aaron had an eye contact because neither of us, you would know the most about this just because you had friend, <laughs> have had friends. You you know people who lost stuff. So maybe <laughs> some of this stuff got told to you. That's diplomatic. Hey, Aaron, this stuff you would say. I'm just helping you here. <laughs> Good. All right, fine. Me and Aaron have no idea how the law works. No. But I'm. But we're trying to figure out what is it that FP is being... So they did sort of hand wave at it and say it was like disposing the body and obstruction of justice. Yes. But I don't think that would equal 40 years. And FP didn't really do most of it. Yeah. Most of it was other serpent. Oh, and there's something about him lying about it being him. Which is is purgatory. Uh, No, purgatory. (laughs) Perjury? You can't perjury yourself. You can't perjury yourself. I don't think so. Well, then that go back to to obstruction of justice. Yeah, so really, it's just obstruction of justice. It sounds like there's a whole bunch of obstruction of justice, and if they're really getting for like four, I mean, unless if they're throwing on a bunch of other snake stuff, maybe like he's an accessory to murder. Well, I mean, the thing is, they have a tape of the man who they who died last yes. season and Blossom shooting. Like, they yeah. see the murder happen, but have the sheriff? Oh, yeah, the sheriff has seen the tape. Duh. It, I'm, I'm, I don't. I don't remember. It doesn't make sense. There's just a lot of hand waving, being like, "No, it's serious, it's serious." Yeah, I don't know. It's it's confusing to me. Maybe there's stuff I'm missing from the or forgetting from the first season, but I don't know. It's weird. This deal sounds wrong. Around wrong. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you should be able to do a whole lot better. Yeah. <sighs> and then Ar- then Arch then Jughead's like, "Hey, Archie, what are you doing?" And, and Archie's <laughs> like, "I don't sleep Arch- anymore." Hang on, Archie looks out the window, and we see the killer there. And I, in my head, I just thought, "Man, it would have been crazy if that was actually the killer." And he's just been standing waiting. <laughs> he's just there because why not? But no, Archie is hallucinating now. His circuits have been fried. Yeah, he's been... the synapses are not. Well, synapsing. I mean, the problem is if you leave a computer on for too long, you'll have memory problems. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that like mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. files are getting like shoved in with new files, and it's, it's like the thing. thing where you know you leave it on for too long, and then the screen goes to sleep, but then it wakes up, and then yeah. like and there's images burned in there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah it's that whole thing. Okay. <laughs> so the next day, Betty is on the phone with Jughead, being like, "No, no, it's fine. We'll figure it out. We'll help your debt." Oh, Archie's bedroom. Yeah, I'll call you later. <laughs> okay. We we need to cut this scene into a few pieces because it sets up some buck wild things. All of it. One, Betty is like, you know what? I bet we can both save your dad and Pop Tate. Those are two related incidents. I figured it all out. Yeah. And then she looks over <laughs> at the Archie window, which once again, it's way too close. Because she's the girl across the street. But you, but you see her window 
and his window, and it is looming. Yeah, it is incorrect. <laughs> so, I don't know what that is, <laughs> but she looks across and sees that Archie isn't there, which instantly makes her think, Archie's doing something. Not that I haven't looked over at the right time to see Archie. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's enough that she calls Veronica. And Veronica goes, hey, B. Oh. And that is enough to send her over to Archie's house. <laughs> Hey, I want Aaron. I, w- I want us to think about that conversation for a little bit. <laughs> hey, Veronica, you know your boyfriend? You know your boyfriend, the one who you know I had a crush on in the beginning of the season? I've noticed that he hasn't been in his bedroom for a long time. That makes me concerned about him. <laughs> now tell me, you sleeping with him? <laughs> <laughs> Is he sleeping at your house? Is this what's going on? And, uh, like, based on the timeline <laughs> given to us, this is like three days after Pop Tate. Has had the shooting. Betty keeps a hard schedule of Archie. Like, maybe she's worried because, you know, he saw his dad get shot. Mm. But this is, this is aggressive. This is over the top. Veronica says the only smart thing in this episode. Which is that Archie, well, and she doesn't even say it right. (laughs) No, no, no. Because what she says is, I used to see a therapist to get over Park Avenue problems. I'm not saying you need a therapist, but maybe you should talk to someone. I'm like... So you need a therapist to get over, like, drama. He saw his father get shot in front of him and almost die. And you're like, school counselor? If I was a school counselor and and Archie Andrews came in, before he said a damn word, I'd be like, no, 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 no. We're going to call someone who's, like, like, my job here is to make sure that you can, like, get to college. I'm not going... No, 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 no. You need medical intervention that I cannot give you. <laughs> Look, I'm going to call him right now. You sit down. For I am an educator with a master's in counseling. We're going to go find a doctor. Doctor for you, sir. But now we have to go back and do a stupid scene where Betty and Jughead go talk to the mayor who is... The worst. Who is a bad mayor. Th- this is not new, but... <laughs> so they're like... They're like, hey, mayor, ahead. can you... We want to put on an event at Pop Tate's to save it, to remind people that it's a good place to go and that it's an institution. So could you maybe make it a landmark status or could you help us put on our event or could you literally do anything to bolster the local economy? And she's like, no, it's better if it's dead. I have to think of my town. Someone was shot there. Like, someone was shot in your river. You didn't shut down the damn river. Maybe they did. <laughs> no, no. I mean, Moose and Kevin trying <laughs> oh, to go have sex right. by the river. That's right. But, like, someone was... <laughs> oh, my Why? God. Have we had new Reggie? Oh, that's after this. Okay. Why? Why? <laughs> Why can't she... And you'd think she'd be like, oh, yeah, local economy. If I... If Pop Tates get shut down, people are going to leave Riverdale. Yeah, well... And have diner food in Greendale. Well, it's the sort of thing that, that, that like, when something traumatic happens, you have to make people feel like things are normal. Mm-hmm. You know what? Hey, everyone. Here's a surprising thing. Me and Aaron were in Las Vegas when that when the shooting happened. Yeah, we, we sure were. We were there. And do what happened the next day? Everyone got back to what they were doing because that's what you do after a traumatic event. Mm-hmm. The mayor is like, no, we must forever remember that this happened and never move on. Life cannot go on. Life goes on, guys. <sighs> and then, but then Jughead has his own like Jughead. So <laughs> this doesn't go well. The Jughead's like, now's my moment. <laughs> like, he's like, Mayor, remember this. Remember that this is the no, moment when you turned your back on no, your no, town. No, no, no. Jughead was asking something completely different. 
Oh, that's right. Asking for his dad. Yeah, because yeah, Betty was right. like, hey, do you want to help the diner? And the mayor was like, no. And the Jughead's like, all right, well, how about if you help my dad? You know, that criminal that you hate. She says no. No. <laughs> and then Jughead goes all like deliberate yeah. and is like, remember that this is the moment when you turned your back on us. <laughs> and the mayor's just like, no, I'm Okay, out. children. My daughter's in a band. She's very important. <laughs> so, new Reggie drug dealer yeah so reggie's a drug dealer now and he's dealing drugs to midge yep (laughs) also archie yeah archie so (laughs) so new so new reggie is very different from old reggie (laughs) he sure is he's a lot smarter much smarter cleverer i would say he's very sly yes and he's a drug dealer and he is much less cat I could never picture new Reggie just going, yeah, I could never, at a party. I can't picture, I, and, and I miss it so much. I can't picture new Reggie having any fun. No. I can't, well, I can't picture him being on a football team. I know, but that's how they're, he's the captain. He's <laughs> yeah. the captain of the football team because he yeah. and Archie had that captain off. He also sells drugs. <laughs> he has so many layers. Oh, new Reggie, you're like an onion. <laughs> and one layer you have the captain of the football team. On another layer, you sell drugs. So deep. Crazy, crazy. Oh. So um, he, uh, Archie comes up and is like, hey, can I get some drugs to stay awake? Because he's like, at this point, maybe drugs will help my robot stim senses. <laughs> and New Reggie's like, yeah, yeah, I got what you need. Don't yeah. worry, I'll take care of you, friend. And then he says a whole bunch of like what I think the writers thought is cool drug lingo, and then leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's the scene. And Arch- oh, no, he does get the drugs. Yeah. I was like, Archie never gets the drugs. But he does. I thought was- oh, also, there is a designer drug kicking around town called, like, Jiggle Pop. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's-, it's in pixie sticks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. I feel like that's a thing that, I, that once actually happened. Jiggle Juice? Giggle Pig? No, 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 no. no. Something in... No. Giggle Pig is from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But I mean, a drug in oh, a yeah. pixie stick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, here's the thing. We see later that they ingest it, which I don't feel like is how that drug would work. <laughs> it's a drug that you just pour down your throat. It's just an ingestible powder. <laughs> it's just ground up pills. It's just ground up pills you're eating. <laughs> oh. Yo, you got jiggle juice? Yeah, you mean... You mean... You mean, you mean crushed up Adderall? Yeah, I get some crushed up Adderall. I mean, I, I, I like that you guys think this is cool. <laughs> no, I just, I just like... Got a mortar and pestle and just crushes some matter off, put like, it in a Bixie stick. Like you can charge way more when it's jiggle juice. <laughs> and you dumb idiots eat it. <laughs> uh, so I don't know what this scene is. It was just. Betty's like, we can't let the terrorists oh, win. Oh, yes. And I'm like, one guy. One, one guy. guy. One guy shot one guy. But now I'm so annoyed that I'm like, yes, Betty, you do need to save Pop Tates because this town is dumb. She reflects on scenes from the first season in Pop Tates. Mostly it's about Jughead, it sounds like. <laughs> it's true. That's where they first kissed. Yeah. Yeah. And then Hiram comes in with flowers and apparently he can live not in the shadows. <laughs> he can be in daylight. This might be the first clear clear shot, like clear shot we get of, of Hiram. And he young. He looks like he is the same age as Archie Andrews. Yeah, he is not the, um, he is not that white-haired man we remember from the comics. And, like, Luke Perry Andrews and FP <laughs> are such dads. And they, like, look, they are hot dads. I mean. But they look like dads. And this man is like, oh, hello, I'm a handsome 27-year-old. I guess got himself some Botox in jail. That's what he's been doing, rich man jail. Just Botoxing <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> 
But Veronica doesn't want to reconnect. And he's much less creepy in this scene than he has been previously. I'm, I mean, I, I understand what it's going for, I guess. I'm, I'm kind of concerned the series is going to try to backtrack all the stuff they do with him. And make him a good guy. They have such a history of backtracking with their characters and being mm-hmm. like, no, 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 forget all that stuff they did. Like, that's when they do when they switch Veronica and, um, and Hermione. He's like, no, 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 forget about all that stuff in the first few episodes. This is who they are now. So I think what they're trying to do is do a thing that shows, like, how he's gotten away with this for so long. Yeah. Because he can be so charming and... And, and... and I admit, I think that's what they did, and they did it very well. I'm just worried um, about this show. <laughs> well, yeah, the show <laughs> after... You know, 15 episodes, 16 episodes. Yeah. Doesn't have a episodes. great track record. It's not really. So Jughead yeah. has a, a very bad plan. <laughs> he goes to talk to Scary Snake Man. And first his plan is like, hey, let's break my dad out of jail. <laughs> and Scary Snake Man is like, nah, you're 15. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> I want every adult <laughs> in this in this episode specifically to start all their conversations with, nah, you're 15. All of your plans are bad. <laughs> you're a dumb person. You're 15. <laughs> Anything you guys say or do, you're 15. But the scare guy offers a snake handler. So Jughead's gonna go do a something with that. Oh. Oh. So Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Well, Kevin, as you mentioned earlier, it's autumn. It's a spooky time. I said it's Halloween, but yes. <laughs> those are those are curse those those are the thing. Yeah, yeah. Those are the thing. So because it's so spooky out, I am drinking a Alley Cat pumpkin pie spiced ale. Yes, the the, the drink, spookiest drink of, of the beers. season. The drink of the season. Could I be more basic? Probably. <laughs> So it's not the pumpkin that gets... It's the spice. It is the spice, it's right? It's the spice. It's spice. No well, one cares about the pumpkin. This has pumpkin in it, though. I it mean, contains yeah, but... water, malt, hops, yeast, pumpkin, and spices. Oh, the pumpkins. There's more pumpkin than spice in there. Yes. That is the order it went in. Mm. So and pumpkin it... tastes like nothing, so that's Yeah, exactly. Fair. Pumpkin doesn't have a flavor. <laughs> not really. It's a, it's a squash. Yeah. It tastes like squash. Yeah. But yes, the thing that people love are the spices, not the actual pumpkin. Yes. And the spices are just like nutmeg. Allspice, cinnamon? cinnamon, cloves, maybe something else. <laughs> spices, just spices. general spices. So how does that compare to other pumpkin spice things, other pumpkin spice products? Um, I, I like a pumpkin spice latte as much as the next girl. I prefer this because this is a little bit more savory and I don't feel like I'm going to go into a sugar coma. This is also better than the uh, pumpkin spice caramel Godiva chocolate square I ate earlier today. <laughs> that was too many flavors. That's a lot to that put in one lot, thing. That was a lot, yeah. A lot to put in one thing. Too many things. All right. So, pretty good. Yeah. Savory, IBU of 20, pretty light. This is a beer. It's keeping me awake. I'm very sleepy. Kevin, would you like some pumpkin pie ale? Nah, I ain't basic. <laughs> so we learn in an uh, upcoming scene that Josie is now a vixen because she it needs to be a main character somehow. Yeah, she it needs to be in the show <laughs> because of, up to this point she's just been in a band and we haven't been sure if she goes to Riverdale High or not or not or if, does she go to school? But apparently she does because she's a vixen. Because remember, me, remember Cheryl's her best friend. She loves Cheryl. Also, something that doesn't come up. 
ever. Ever. Except for when Josie tells us that she loves Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. It's like she does it. She just has to remind everyone. like, no, no, no. Don't worry. Cheryl's my best friend. A wink. My girl. Cheryl. And so Cheryl doesn't, doesn't chaotic all over her. Exactly. So Cheryl has added Josie to the Vixens. And apparently Veronica was head Vixen. Remember, Aaron? They had a dance-off. But Cheryl has just unilaterally been like, nope, it's me. And Veronica's like, I don't care. <laughs> I just was I have bored that week. much better. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, don't do another dance-off. Don't do another <laughs> dance-off. Don't dance. So Betty asks Cheryl for permission to... She wants the, she wants the Vixens to perform... At, no, no, well, no. She wants, she wants them the to big, be. She wants them to be at the. Um, oh yeah, because Pop Tates doesn't have any, any staff. Yes, so she wants yeah. them to be for. They're doing a retro night. It's not yeah, very. Yeah. It's not very clear until later. But they're throwing a re- retro, quote retro night. night. Although when you go there, nothing is different. I mean, they're on roller skates, which might be, which not what they did before, mm-hmm. and the customers dress differently. <laughs> the waitresses wore short shirts and. Yellow shirts. t-shirts. Anyway, so she wants the Vixens to work there, and she also wants Cheryl to publicly forgive FP. Nope, that's not now. Oh, no, that's right. absolutely not. Uh, but she does ask for something else from Cheryl, and Cheryl's like, haha, no. No, no, Cher- no. I think she just asks her, hey, will you do this? And Cheryl's like, nah. <laughs> Chaotic, bye. Because cause she says no to um, the fact that, um, about, about the whole, like, Oh, dance off thing. That's right. Yeah, taking back yeah. to the Vixens and then also that she's not gonna help Pop Tates because I don't know. She we, doesn't feel like we it. We can't explain what Cheryl does. She tries to explain it. <laughs> and then she gives up and leaves. <laughs> and Josie's like, I'm here. Look look, sometimes when you're a Vixen you need to just think about what you what you do for others and think about yourself, and then you have to just walk, walk out into this this street. I I'm I'm done. <laughs> but she leaves. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, so, Miss Grundy's death is announced to the students. Because... <laughs> to one class. <laughs> and not, I wish they were in the music classroom, because then you'd be like, oh. I, I think they were, but I think the only music classroom they could get was just a classroom and then put music posters on the wall. Because, <laughs> wait, is, is Principal Weatherby, like, going class to, <laughs> to class, class, just telling children that Miss Grundy was murdered? She was found murdered in her house last night. Which, <laughs> And maybe okay. the killer is out to get you next. So, Kevin. Yeah? If Miss Grundy was found murdered in her house last night, yeah. then Archie has only been standing sentinel for two nights, you have to assume. <laughs> like, he was sentinel for the night that she was murdered. Aaron, in Riverdale, time is a fluid construct. You see, though time may pass normally in the outside world, where we live and where Greendale is, mm. it does not pass the same in Riverdale. So many days have passed, whereas in many, Greendale, one day has passed. Many moons have gone by <laughs> as Archie stands sentinel against the Angel of Death, oh, God. which is the only name we can tell we can call this dumb, dumb guy. character. So Archie runs out into the night. <laughs> and whether it be and once again another character sees some sees Archie in a downward spiral and he just goes, Oh Mr. Andrews. <laughs> anyway, let me tell you more about this murder. Well you know Weatherby does not care about <laughs> Archie's emotions. No. No. He just wants to know if he was gonna buy any meth. Exactly. <laughs> Reggie, have you been selling the meth? <laughs> no, nah, people just kinda just want this uh Jiggle juice. This jiggle juice. You mean the crushed up Adderall? Yeah. In pixie sticks. 
Oh, of course, the pixie sticks. That was my idea. <laughs> well, if they want to buy any blue sky, you let me know. Just like a... Mm. Well, sir. Oh, by the way, just for people who are just getting oh, on yeah, board now, you. he, the, Mr. Weatherby is Gustavo Fring. That's my thing. That's yeah, the yeah. thing we do. <laughs> for, for Breaking Bad. All right, now let's slide right back into the podcast. Um, Archie finally tells his dad some of his fears. <laughs> Which is that he's he thinks that this guy's after him. Yes. Because he killed Miss Grundy and he shot his dad. So he's after people who that Archie he care, loves. cares about. Luke Perry Andrews is like, Buddy, no. No. He's like, that's crazy. Who would write that? (laughs) (laughs) Who would think that's a cool plot line? I mean, Archie, that's something a 12-year-old would come up with for their fan fiction. (laughs) Archie, you're 15. (laughs) (laughs) You go to high school. You're nervous about performing on stage with your guitar. Which, by the way, do you still do music? I would like to know very much. I turned our garage into a recording space, and it seems like now you're just a sentinel bot. Archie, do we need to tune you up? Should we plug you into the master computer? Just make sure all of your programming is running properly. Or do you need a human therapist? I suggest you probably need a human therapist. But I will do both for you if you wish, for you are my son. Instead, Archie looks off into the distance and... And Luke Perry Andrews is like, oh, no. Luke Perry Andrews is like, I was shot. Like, I'm so sleepy. I'm going to lie down right here now. Where are my painkillers? You wake me up if you need anything, my boy. Why did my ex-wife leave after (laughs) one night of taking care of me and leave this one in charge? I I was shot four days ago. Why am I at home? Why am I here? I, I just, should be in the hospital. I be in the hospital. I am so injured. The bullet might still be inside me. The wound has not covered over at this point. This is very bad. <laughs> this is a very bad show. <laughs> um. So, turns out the serpents have a lawyer. Her name is Penny Peabody. And she... Which is, sounds like might be a character from the comics, but I'm yeah, not going to look that up. I, no one's doing that. That is a name that's dumb enough to be from the comics. Hey, guys, I guess you could tweet us and tell us. But, um, yeah, so apparently she is a snake, and yeah. she's a lawyer for snakes. And, so <laughs> I have a question for you, Aaron. Serpent's handlers. The best handler for a snake is another snake. Yes. <laughs> Which is not how snake handling works. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is oh, so dumb. Oh, boy. This snake's really riled up. What are we going to do? I don't know. Let's put another snake in there and see what happens. The bigger snake will take care of the little snake. <laughs> That's how we do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was probably not the question you were going no, to ask me. No, but that's me. a perfect question. So, so this woman. It's like, I got a baby. Here's the dog. Here's another dog. Dog I, that dog. is essentially what you guys do with the dogs. <laughs> the big There's... dog does not look after the little dogs. <laughs> does Sif look after the no tiny one looks after no one? It's chaos in there, Aaron. This isn't. This is not how the animal kingdom works, nor how snake handling works. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so my important question is: Why wasn't the serpent lawyer already on his case? Yes, my question for you, Aaron, is: Is <laughs> FB the leader of the serpents? 
Is she the leader of the serpents? Also, is it the serpents? It's not like serpents or snakes. Yeah, they're the serpents. Is it but... because they say snakes all the time? But they yeah. are the serpents. Yes, they are. So, like, if, so why wasn't she already helping FP, who we thought was the, the leader, leader? But he's not the leader. Shouldn't she be mandated to help him because he's the leader? Instead, Jughead is surprised she knows about his father. Which I mean, well, here's the thing. I'm thinking it might be a Hell's Angel situation where maybe. There's, There's multiple branches? chapters, but the, it doesn't make sense because they're called the South Side Serpents. Are they on the South Side of every town? And later, Mrs. Cooper is like, "You let them pass the river." I don't know. I don't know. This is a, this is a dumb storyline, and the only and so what she says to him is like, "Well, you know, Jughead, if the family forgives him." The judge will be more lenient. I'm like, that's not how law works. That's not at all how law works. That's not how... Like, there's certain things that, yeah, you... But the the family is not the one pressing charges. The state. The state is. This is the district attorney is being like, hey, you obstructed justice. We're charging you for that. Aaron, if you... No, this, that wouldn't work because you're actually stealing from me. <laughs> there's no There's no allegory for this because it's insane. But if we can get him some sympathy, he might get less than 20 yeah, years. I guess the idea is make the judge feel bad for him. And, I uh, guess. Which, I mean, that is a legitimate thing you could do. But this it's it's a dumb thing. But then he's like, oh, can I pay you for this? And she says, no, it's a favor. And maybe one day you'll do a favor for me. And I'm, I'm like, like, yes, this 15-year-old will do you a favor. <laughs> I'm 15. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, I'm 15. And I'm very dumb. <laughs> And also, no, because you work for the serpent. So is FP not the leader? And also, I am 15. I am the leader of the serpents. And also... They gave me a jacket. And also, how exactly do you expect to run your law business if you don't take cash? Her law business is in the back room of a tattoo parlor. I know, but she still has like... She says it has lower overhead. Makes no sense, guys. Whatever. So um, Archie wants uh, Alice Cooper, the bad Alice Cooper, yeah, uh, to look into Miss Grunny's murder because she was super freaky about Jason's murder. So she's going to. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, this is a callback to that dumb scene in the first season when she bribes a, a coroner, a coroner, <laughs> to and just really she weird. does it, and she's going, yeah, she's yep. going to do yep. it, and it's and she and he's like. Like, I would see if there's any similarities. And we as the audience already know there's not. not. But we also know that it was the definitely person. the masked man. Yeah, it makes I no mean, sense. I mean, here's the thing. They could pull a good twist on us and just have there be a bunch of masks. Well, I mean, Reggie does wear the mask later. Mm-hmm. Um, so Archie leaves. Yeah. The bad Alice Cooper turns to Betty and is like, oh, you're really overextending yourself. Helping Archie, planning an event. You can forget about your event. Pop Tates is selling the... Diner. The diner. I, I was yeah. like, Pop Tates is selling the Pop Tates? Selling Pop Tates. Pop Tates yeah. is selling himself. It's been a bad time. And I was like, well, he's definitely selling it to the lodges. Well, she said, it's a anonymous donor. And I was like, oh, so the lodges. Yeah, the lodges. So it turns out it's not the lodges. Because Veronica confronts her. Because Betty does the thing that she knows what to do, which is call Veronica. Yeah. Oh, Betty does all that a lot. This <laughs> episode, she's like, oh, Archie's having problems. Better call Veronica. Mm, this directly relates to Veronica's life. Better call Veronica. You know what bugs me about that a lot, actually, Aaron? Betty and Archie have been friends. For so long. Since they were children. Like, Young children. Mm-hmm. Even though Veronica is his girlfriend, 
she has only known him for half a year. But Betty knows that Archie has the emotional intelligence of a baby and has no object permanence. <laughs> so he doesn't so because Veronica is his girlfriend, well, he no, forgets well, that no, he was the, friends with the Betty. The problem is that he's a computer and he bases everything on a hierarchical system mm, where mm-hmm. he's like, oh, no, girlfriend is above friends. Mm, Dad mm-hmm. is above girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And mom, mom is. Mom floats somewhere. Mom is over on her own list. Mom's in her own folder. <laughs> I have to open that up whenever she comes by. Um, so the lodges are the creepiest creeps. Yeah, so they're having their their weird dinner. In the dark. Me and Aaron both came up with the same idea, which is that the lodges are becoming the blossoms. Yeah, they have lived in this town for too long. That entire room is lit by the fireplace. Mm-hmm. 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 So Veronica comes in. She confronts her parents about pop-tates. Her dad is essentially like, what's a pop-tate? What a... What I like is that Veronica mentions her character switch. She's like, you don't think when you were there I fought for you? And I'm like, yeah, I do know that. Yep, yep. 100%. Yep. She does not mention her mother's character switch, though. Oh, no, no. How She also has been... Remember when her dad sent her that creepy letter about how if she didn't testify on his behalf, he was going to throw her mom under the bus? She keeps it in her purse, crisp and perfect, just printed out from the props department. Just waiting for this moment. <laughs> like, it is... It is not crumpled up or anything. And, you know, I carry stuff around in my purse all the time. <laughs> but, but not a threatening note, <laughs> not, not a threatening note from your father? Not a threatening note from your father? Nah, she hands it. She's like, look at this terrible note where he threatens you, mom, and gives it to the mom. And then Hermione. I. Hermione says that I wrote it, which me and Aaron are like, that's no. a lie. But even if it's not a lie... Why? Yeah. Why say it? None of this is why? good. Hermione, you had, one char- you had one character feature. And it was that you were a good mom trying your best. And you loved your daughter. Yep. Now you don't. They took away your character. Your one defining trait. Yeah, they took away the thing that we could... When, we, when you take a character and you describe what they're about... They took away what you they could describe you as. Because you were always the mother who loves her daughter who's trying her best. Opposed to Alice Cooper, who is the mother who might hate her daughter and but is trying her worst. Now loves Archie, which we'll see. But it's... Oh God. But so Hermione says she's wrote the letter, which we know is not true. Yeah. And then, yep. then Veronica's like, oh God, I'm leaving. I'm done with all of this. You know who else is done with... No, that's not a segue. What is the Thistle House? I don't know. So Jughead and Betty go to meet Cheryl at their second house. The which Thistle House. Called the Thistle House. And it's called that because it's an atrium. Because it's overrun <laughs> by <laughs> vegetation. Because, because no one has lived there in many centuries, apparently. Like, it is... It is covered in crawling moss, and then they go inside to the dining room, which is a greenhouse with more moss. Moss is on the inside, too. Yeah, and thank God later Jughead or Betty, one of them points out that she's got all poison ivy, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She's got the red hair. I bet her kiss could kill someone. Well, she thinks she has the kiss of life. She she does think she she thinks she has the kiss of life. Actually, the kiss of death. But this is a whole thing where... What fresh hell is this, Kevin? So uh, Betty and Jughead are like, hey, Cheryl, you think you could um, be nice to just say could you forgive? Could you like, publicly forgive FP? And she's like, 
No. Well, Miss Blossom is Miss Blossom is there. We see she her. Is. Yeah. She's she she's burned and wearing a fortune teller's <laughs> like hat. She's wearing a turban. She's wearing a turban. Yeah. It's weird. Yep. Um, but she is also like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> and then Cheryl goes, I can't have a reminder of the worst time of my life walking around the town. And then they're like, hmm. But he's like, your, your your dad killed your brother. Where was FP when I was walking the halls each night mourning my brother? Your dad killed your brother. Where was FP when my dad hung himself? Your dad killed your brother. I can't have a reminder of that moment, so no. That's why I burned my house down. I mean, I didn't burn my house down. <laughs> what about your ghoulish mother, Cheryl? Is she not a reminder? <laughs> Cheryl, where's your... <laughs> where's Rose? Where's Where's Grandma Rose? Where's Grandma Rose? <laughs> I mean, where Grandma Rose is. Oh, Cheryl. But, like, they're like, no, no. So, Betty and Chuck are kind of out of options. So, we learn from the creepy coroner... That this was a crime of passion and hatred. Though I'm not really, really willing to believe everything he says. He's the same one who says this body has a touch of evil. Like he's got a flair for the dramatic. He does. I do like though when Mrs. Cooper pays him off and he goes, "Did you know her?" And Miss Cooper goes, "No. Why? Like, why is that why? included?" Yeah, I don't care. You, we, we know you know her. We, you have no connection to her. This is one of those moments where it's like, no, I can't let my feelings show. You hate this woman. Just say you hate this <laughs> yeah, woman. It's fine. Are you trying to show off for the coroner? He doesn't care. He hangs out with dead bodies. He's a ghoul. Mm. Mm. Uh, so, new Reggie's a moron. <laughs> yeah, so new... Well, here's the thing. There is a common thread in the comic books that Reggie is a prankster. Reggie loves pranks. <laughs> this ain't a prank. So, Reggie shows up at Archie's house in the middle of the night wearing the mask. Wearing the mask. And then Archie... Here's the here's here, let's just say what's what what Reggie is really thankful for is that Archie wasn't holding the bat at that moment because mm, mm-hmm. he tackles him. If he had that bat, he would have cracked Reggie across the oh, skull. Reggie would be real dead. He would have taken his head clean off. Yeah, and like this. To, now, to be fair, it is 2017, and I would say this is the 2017 YouTube version of a prank, which is just lying to people and yeah, being, being mean. mean. Like it's. <laughs> It's dumb. Yeah. It's I dumb, like, guys. I feel like Reggie has a prank show where he would, you know, <laughs> tell his girl. He would, like, he would, like, have a child and he'd pretend to kill the child in front of his girlfriend and be like, no, no, it was a prank. I it lied to prank. you. Get it. It's funny. That's, he would have that. Yeah. So, uh, he's also a double moron because he's like, Archie, you attacked me. Would you attack the guy if the guy showed up? Man, he has a gun. You brought a bat to a gunfight. You don't have a gun. And then you see all but these it, wheels, like all the sparks just start going off in Archie's head. But Archie, you don't. What if you had a gun? Because I mean, he has a gun. Do you think you might want to have a gun? You, you can don't have, have a, a gun. gun, Archie. You should get a gun. Here's some drugs. Yeah, then he gives him his drugs. So, Alice Cooper, the bad one, yeah, is an oddly good adult and mom to Archie. Hmm. She explains to him... In a very gentle... Loving... Way. That Miss Grundy was murdered in a crime of passion... Yep. By someone who knew her... Yep. And it's a terrible tragedy... Yep. But there is no connection whatsoever to what happened to his dad. Yeah. This is all supposition from the coroner... Yep. Not from a professional detective. But... I mean, I guess this the cr- is what she needs to. He needs yeah, to hear. Yeah, this is what he needs to hear. 
Unfortunately, um, Archie ignores it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Archie still has not been plugged in. Yeah, <laughs> he still needs to plug himself in. Oh my god. Uh, Betty and Jughead talk to Pop. We need to sort of speed up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we Bet- find out that a liquor store chain is buying yes, Pops, yes, but- which you'd think the mayor would be upset about. Anyway, <sighs> who cares? Betty apparently has an idea. It's like, don't sign that contract, and then she. Goes off, she goes all dark Betty on Cheryl. Yeah, she threatens Cheryl by being like, hey, Cheryl. Also, Cheryl's not wearing a shirt. which Or pants. Which uh, which reminds me that we did skip over the fact that at one point Veronica goes to the uh, the Andrews household. <laughs> and Archie's, and Cheryl, not wearing and Archie's a just like not wearing a shirt. And I'm like, you know what? They give and take. Yeah. You, yeah, get, yeah, you get a little yeah. you get a little bit of KJ Apple with a shirt off. You get a little bit of whoever Cheryl Blossom is with her yeah, we're good. shirt off. Um, but she threatens her by being like, hey, look, if you don't. Do this. I'm going to put out that video of your dad killing your brother. And Cheryl's like, hmm. All right, then. Yeah. It, like this, There's a lot of, like, weird give and take of, like, threatening in the scene. Yeah. And Cheryl ends up with being like, like, you're a real stone cold bitch. And, <laughs> and thank God for Betty. Because she's just, like, rolls her eyes and goes like, oh, God. <laughs> the amount of times there's people in this episode who just go, oh, I'm done. <laughs> uh, so Veronica and Jughead have a talk about daddy issues. Where essentially Jughead is like, your dad's alive. Maybe he could change. He, Jughead gives the most non-committal answer to the question of, Jughead, can people change? <laughs> like, some people can. <laughs> Jughead's like, I'm 15. <laughs> um, and also, Veronica, your dad did change. He went from good to bad. So he could maybe go back. Maybe he could go back. He's very handsome. I don't know. Um, so Archie dials up his crazy. He goes to see the sheriff. He discloses way too much about his relationship with Miss Grundy and, and how Ke- he thinks he's being targeted. And Keller just like, I don't really care. Keller's like, nope, we talked to her ex-husband. Yeah. He had an alibi. We should explain that. Ar- Archie thinks that it's Grundy's ex-husband who did it, who is real. Great. Which shocked me, it, at But least. it doesn't mean he's a bad it's true. ex-husband. He, it just means he's an ex. Yeah, true. she had an ex-husband. He doesn't necessarily have to be. Because we are pretty sure that she's lying about all Such a liar. that bull. And I'm just, I'm like, God, someone tell Archie to see a therapist. Someone he's, take that young man by the hand and walk him to a therapist. He, he saw the school counselor. We saw that. And then he goes and buys drugs from Reggie. We don't see the meeting, but we no. see him come out of it. So, anyway. I don't know. Yeah, so they're getting ready for Retro Night. It's taken days, two weeks to clean the death death diner off of the side of Pop Tates. You think he would have done that immediately, know. but... Um, they're they're asking where Betty and Cheryl are. It turns out that Betty and Cheryl are at the courthouse. Yeah, Cheryl. Apparently, they're going to do that thing right now because Cheryl is testifying that F- she forgives. FP. She forgives FP, and the judge is like, this "Okay, doesn't matter." And then Betty raises her <laughs> unless, eyebrow. Unless if you have any sort of like extenuating circumstances that would actually, you know, change the case. Not not just that you are that that you don't feel bad. And it turns out. That Cheryl lies and says that her dad threatened Jughead. Her dad threatened FP that he would hurt Jughead if FP didn't keep doing Which his thing. I thought is true. I thought is true as well. Like I don't think Cheryl overheard it, but, but it happened. But it, it happened. That's why FP was doing it, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, someone yeah. saw it. It wasn't Cheryl, but like this scene <laughs> like, occurred. Like, that happened. I'm not crazy. No, that's the reason FP was willing to take the fall for exactly. Um, he threatened him in the police. Oh, he did in do the that. Interrogation room. <laughs> he, oh, right. No, he did do that. Yeah. That's a, that's known information. Yes. <laughs> what the hell? So uh, it's a retro night. 
And Miss Blossom's super mean to her daughter. Miss Cooper is Sorry, super mean Ms. to her daughter. Also, Miss Blossom's mean to her daughter. <laughs> That's true. Miss Cooper's very mean to her daughter. She had been. She used up all of her nice does on she, Archie. Does she really not want Pop Tates to keep? She know. just doesn't want Betty to succeed. She doesn't. She wants Betty to be a failure. Um, I want to shout out one thing in this scene. It's a which very is great, cute which moment. is great. Veronica comes around and gives a milkshake because there's what they are. They're, they're giving yeah. out milkshakes, and then in the not in the background, but like in a, the side of the next shot, you see two people switch their milkshakes because Veronica got the order wrong. <laughs> She's a bad waitress, and I'm like, that's perfect. That's so good. Her mother was a waitress here. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, the mayor. Nope. No, Josie comes in. The mayor's daughter. it turns out that Betty has been tweeting that the Pussycats are doing a live concert. <laughs> Which is pretty fantastic, because you know the, the that <laughs> Josie's not going to, like, say no to once everyone's there. Oh, yeah. But, but Val isn't there. Because Val has a norovirus. Oh, but but Melody is. <laughs> not. Oh, no, Melody does say something. Melody she has does. a line. Melody does have a line because Val isn't there. Melody wants to do the concert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because Val's not there, Cheryl has to be a pussycat. But but, but Veronica, Veronica already is a pussycat. Yeah, she did it. We know she did. And she's still right there. <laughs> she does not do the concert. Cheryl, like, insists, I guess. <laughs> and then, of course, because... They only play their own music. They do a cover of My Milkshake Brings All the Boys to the Yard. Yes, and by like, someone whose name starts with K. It's better than yours. Yeah, and this, and by the way, no one likes this song. It's a very bad rendition. Every, everybody in the crowd just kind of like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, good. Cool. See good. you guys again. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of swaying. But, like, it's not a hopping song. No. It's a very slow rendition of it. They're like, give me that Archie Andrews. <laughs> I mean, and Archie Andrews appears and has a flashback. Yeah, Archie is having some real difficulty going back into Pop Tates. But he, but he, but goes, he goes inside. In Pop Tates. And then who follows him in? But the senior lodges. Yes, we have Hermione and Hiram. They are not there to make fights. They are there to support her. Hiram brings more flowers. So many flowers. <laughs> he constantly brings flowers. He's like, this is the solution. Wait, is this the scene where he brings flowers? Yes. Maybe I just imagine. Kevin, I have a question. Yeah. Aren't they poor? Because he was an embezzler? No, no. Aaron, now he's embezzling again, so they got their money back. Okay. Uh, No, Aaron, apparently when he comes back, they're not poor anymore. Great. Aaron, it's dumb. (laughs) But Veronica is willing to try, and Hiram's like, well, then I'll donate. Oh. Everything seems so happy. Yeah. Except that the serpents walk in. But then Jughead's like, nah, it's fine. And it is fine. (laughs) It's fine. They're, They're just there to have milkshakes. But are they? Because Miss Cooper, she's taking all these pictures of the serpents. She's taking the photos like an old person with a (laughs) smartphone, where she's kind of like looking down her bifocals and kind of being like, uh, click, uh, click, click. And then she happens to look to her left, and there's Reggie selling that (laughs) jiggle juice. Yeah, and and like there's no way that Miss Cooper knows that's a drug deal. No, because it looks like pixie sticks. Yeah, and also just 15-year-olds hanging out by a car, and she's like, uh, click, drugs. Maybe? Drugs. Who knows? Who knows? Also, Dilton Doily is just, like, hanging outside. Just randomly. Oh, uh, Cheryl, she arrived after doing, I guess, I guess they did one song. Yeah, and that, and that was it. And then she leapt off the top of Pops <laughs> and comes inside to get the uh, the flash drive. Yeah. So now that she has the all the evidence of her father, except for everyone, she, ha- she has the video of her yeah. father shooting her brother. So, um, Pop makes an announcement that the restaurant has been saved. And Thank, he's like, thanks to Betty. 
He's like, we're going to keep going as long as you keep coming. And I'm like, yes, that's how restaurants work. Thanks, Pop Tate. That is how restaurants work. And he also says, oh, and thanks to a donation from the lodges, we've got a cushion in case anything bad happens. Why were these people so so now they're over it? Like, they did nothing other than just have a fun event. And that's all it takes to save Pop Tate's. Well, because the people came there and were like, oh, I went to Pop Tate's and didn't get shot. I didn't get shot like that one person did. Oh, must be safe here. There have been... Two murders in this town. Both of them done by Blossoms. <laughs> well, we don't know about the other one. <laughs> uh, w- however, now is the twist that we all saw coming. Guys, the lodges own the diner. Yeah, there's a very stilted scene where Hermione is like, well, it sure is interesting you're willing to donate all that money. Then he's like, well, I just bought the diner. And I told and I told um, Pop, Pop that if it- he lied about it, he could be the the manager. I'm like... That doesn't seem like something the pop would do. Yeah, I, I guess don't he really, really wanted his understand what this well, is because that's when we tell him about the about the liquor store. It wasn't a liquor store. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was Hiram. Yeah, um, but Pop was saying his manager, and Yay. then then also he he says thank you for taking the blame for that letter I wrote where I threatened you in it. Remember when I threatened you and her daughter in that letter that you just discovered a while ago? It's great improv of you to take covering for that letter. Why are we? Why are we? A unit now. Oh, they're super a unit. Yeah, like they're they're very much. We're supposed to be seeing, I guess, them versus Veronica. But why is Hermione on that side? And why do we have a storyline about two, two parents being against their only child yeah. who is fifteen? Yeah, why is this? A, a, I am so furious. Ah. But you know who also is against their parents? Cheryl. <laughs> yes, Cheryl. But her mother's... Okay, so Cheryl comes in and is like, Mom, I found a video of... Our, I, have I have a present for you. I have a video of our of dad and our brother. My brother. I hope it gives you peace. But, and to be clear, it's very clear what it's going to be. And her mother doesn't seem upset about it. It's yeah. like, yeah, no, let's let's watch. <laughs> like, it does give me peace. Let's watch Mr. Blossom shoot Jason. This will... What is with this family? Oh, and also Smithers was fired. Yep, that's a thing. Yeah, 100%. And now Veronica's like, maybe I can't trust my father. Like, Veronica, you have... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're like a goldfish. Kevin, she's 15. She's 15. She's 15. I have to remember. Every episode, every moment, remember, they're 15. They're 15. You know who gets a phone call from their parents? Jughead. And his dad's like, you went to Penny Peabody? Don't see her again. Penny Peabody did nothing. And Jughead's like... I mean, I'm 15. She, what's, what's she going to do? Ask him to kill someone? She did nothing. I wanted him to be like, you told me to tell someone to be nice to him. This, yeah. That was not legal advice. You, That's you know, not a favor. You know who? And you know what? That didn't even help. It was when Cheryl lied under oath. Yeah. You did nothing, Penny Peabody. <laughs> and also, who cares about you? <laughs> also, I'm 15. <laughs> also, I'm 15. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're a dumb snake. So Mrs. Cooper is just the most awful to her daughter. Yeah, Betty is, Betty's like beaming that she like... She's like, I saved it. I saved it. And Miss Cooper cannot give her... A second. Five, yeah, a second. Like, no, in fact, you did wrong. Did you know that numerous drug deals happened here tonight? I wanted Betty to be like, I'm 15. <laughs> did you know the lodge is bought it and the serpents now have a toehold in the north. No, she doesn't mention that. She just mentions that she that the lodges are there. No, yeah, she does some insane like connect. It's like she's having a stroke. 
Because <laughs> she's just like, did you know there are drug deals here? Do you know how to hire them? And the serpents, they're now the serpents here. And, and there's the lodges have money and they're going to use their money to pop tates with the serpent and the drugs. <laughs> the serpents are in the north. I hope you're happy. <laughs> and Betty's like, like Mom, I- lay down. <laughs> I mean, I was happy. You're foaming. Until I made the mistake of talking to you. <laughs> she didn't even talk to her. She, this, <laughs> this Cooper came up behind her and was like, hey, daughter, you look like you're happy. You're bad. And then in a not at all shot. Oh, wait, there is one more scene after this. Not shocking. Dilton gives Archie a gun. <laughs> yeah, Dilton sells Archie a gun. Great. You know. Sure. Now Archie has a gun. And then... What the hell? So, turns out, guys, there's a serial killer. Yeah, so it turns out the Angel of Death actually is something. And is not targeting Archie Andrews, but is just killing off tertiary characters. I don't know. (laughs) He's like, there's too many characters in this. It's it's like he's carrying on. He's (laughs) killing characters from the Archie comics that that everyone wanted to be in the series. Yes, he's like, oh, you want these guys? Mm, Oh, you want want Miss Grundy? Oh, no, she dead. Oh, you want you want Moose and Midge? No, he shoots Moose and Midge. I mean, I'm thinking he probably. I have to imagine they kill off Midge and Moose hangs on to life. Oh, I think they're gonna do the the um, Zodiac thing where yeah. the where the husband actually or not? Well, I mean, he was the husband. Yeah. Zodiac. No, he was a boyfriend in Zodiac. Whatever. Yeah. Where, where one of them stays alive. Yeah. It probably. Yeah, you're right. Moose will stay alive because he still has things with Kevin. Yeah. And but Midge, Midge was just introduced. Oh man, this this this. This this irked me for some weird reason. It, it felt unnecessarily, quote unquote, shocking. Yeah. Like here's okay. Here's the thing. It was real Walking Dead. Hey everyone. Oh no, that was no. It's very Walking Dead. It was mm-hmm. very Walking Dead Game of Thrones. Yep. It's very much like Riverdale was trying to be something that it wasn't. It's the second episode of the season. You think all your favorites are safe? No, maybe they're not. No one's safe at any time. Which is dumb. I don't like that trend. Yeah. And also, here's the thing. You set up Riverdale to be a mystery show. Let me tell you something about mystery shows, everyone out there. And Aaron, you're sitting across me. You can listen to if you'd like. Um, In a mystery show, you want to add on to the mystery. You want to... You leave people asking pertinent questions. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that when they're saying, when like well, the things that they're talking about at the water cooler on the next on the next day are things that will lead toward an answer. This is not doing that. It's just adding more why. Yes. All you're getting is okay. You like last. So last episode we ended and we're like, okay, why did this man shoot um, Fred Andrews and Miss Grundy? Interesting. We're left this episode with okay, why does this man shoot shoot Fred Andrews, Miss Grundy, Moose? And Midge, you're adding to the body count, but not to the mystery. The, I have not put any pieces together. Yeah, and I don't feel like I care. Like, there, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to see this mystery, because I have no... I, I have no investment. Yeah, things are happening, and none of it seems to matter. So, Aaron, in this episode, did you found yourself a CW moment? Mm. Did you find one CW moment? Well, you know, when the episode started, I was going to pick the Pop Tates thing, but that's way too big, and it's not a single moment. <laughs> My CW moment, which for those of you who are new to our podcast because you love Riverdale and you want to come in this season, a CW moment is a moment where the authors, the writers, the actors just take logic and they throw it into the garbage disposal and they turn the water on and they turn the disposal on and then they dance around because they love drama. 
Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So my moment is when Cheryl just chaoses all over the place and decides to show her mom the video of Jason being murdered. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah? That's, that's just so they could do that weird shot again. Yeah, where you see over the corner and they're both watching. I thought they were going to hold hands. I swear to God, I thought they were going to hold hands. They're going to hug. Yeah, Have an arm's weird length like embrace. I don't know. Now, unfortunately, that was the, my moment. And I think, <laughs> Well, no, here's the first time ever. That bing, was bing, bing. that was the only moment. I mean, there's a few times where we've done it. I just picked the other one. The problem is that there's this ser- this episode has so much like insanity going on in it that's overarching. They're trying to pick one, one moment, moment out of that. It's tough. And that was the only single moment. There's only like one thing I could get. Like, cause I can pick like like individual things. I can pick, yeah. I can pick when Jughead threatened the mayor. I can pick the fact that the mayor doesn't want to save Pop Tates. Or the moment when Dilton is just standing outside in the darkness. Because it's foreshadowing to something we don't understand. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's Dilton. Why? And then a few scenes later, we can answer that. I I think we're just going to have to double down on that. Because we can't say the entire episode. But guys, the entire episode. (sighs) It's not not great. And I mean, we're going to have to watch the next one. (laughs) But like... I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fully honest, Aaron. If I if we're not doing a podcast, this, I might stop watching the show after this. It'll get better because it gave me nothing. I know, and 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 you and you nailed it. You're right when it it gave us a Walking Dead ending. It gave us like I <sighs> fear this creative team is not intellectually, emotionally, or like resource well, prepared to do a 22 episode season. Well, I like. Oh my god, it's a 22 episode season. Like, I liked the first season's premise of a body was found who murdered it. The serial killer going around is a huge escalation, and I don't think it fits with what we've seen. And I think Luke Perry Andrews being shot was enough. That was enough. We didn't... We If the mystery of the season was who shot Luke Perry Andrews... And what's going to happen now that Hiram is back? That would have been great. But, but instead they added in a serial killer who makes no sense. And that, I think, is because they had this 22-episode season. They're like, oh, we got to fill 22. Tell me, tell me, Aaron, do you think this serial killer will last all 22 episodes? Because here's the thing. No. I, you know, I'm willing to think it will, and it will just be spinning wheels for about 10 episodes. You don't think they're going to do a front half and a back half? <laughs> I mean, if they're smart, they would, but... But they won't. Here's the thing, Riverdale. Be better. You're, you're, you were doing fine for the first season. I am not happy after this episode. The first episode of this season, great. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good and it was fine. Even and Killing Miss Grundy was fine because I'm like, oh, at least he wrapped up that loose end. Bring it on back, guys. <sighs> bring it on back to us as so, Club 7. So, hey, if you uh, if you liked um, us, you should uh, give <laughs> us a rating or a view a subscription. You, should... you guys don't know. Kevin like was like, if you like us. And then he like looked at the microphone and shook his head in disgust. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you should do that on Apple Podcasts. You should uh, leave a review. We'd love to get some. We'd love to get a rating. Yeah, ratings would be great. <laughs> Cur- I mean, currently we have the not enough ratings to have a rating. rating. So, like some ratings. Yeah, that'd be nice. Cool. And, cool. and like, if you want, you know, if you want our thoughts to get out there, you need to share us with people. You can also always interact with us. We're on some social medias. We have Instagram. We have Twitter. Podcast Moa. Podcast M O A. And let me tell you, I did a tweet about whether Riverdale was more interesting than my pants, and that was, like, one of our best tweets ever. People were sharing it all over the place. Oh, people were really interested in pants and Riverdale. People were very excited. We, we got that nice Venn diagram of pants, Riverdale. You can also email us, podcastmoa, podcastmoa, at gmail.com. 
once again, who is the Angel of Death? What will Penny Peabody have Jughead do? How many people is Archie going to shoot with that gun? Answers to all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs>